Registrations are currently open for one of the NEST's schools called The Realm, School of Dimensional Worship. The goal of this school is to assist you in finding the treasures that Yahweh has placed deep on the inside of you. You will develop the tools to help you on this journey of worship. Whether you're a worship leader, a singer, musician, or you just love to touch the heart of God through worship, this course is for you. There are two 45-minute classes every Tuesday and Thursday, and here are some of the topics covered in the school. Foundations of Worship Dimensional worship, meaning how can we worship Him in spirit and in truth so that our worship is not from the earth realm but from the spirit realm. Releasing the sound and the vibration that's on the inside of you. Vocal training is one of the courses. Songwriting, engaging worship, expressions of worship, music theory, keyboarding, acoustic guitar, electric guitar, drums, Lighting and sound technology, recording, how do you produce and copyright your own material and of course there are a few live Q&A sessions so that you can connect with your teachers. For this year only there is a $200 reduction in the fees but you only have a small window to take advantage of this special as registrations close on 31st of August 2020. The online classes commence the first week of September. If you're interested, please do visit our website www.thefoundationnest.com and please go and visit the tab called The Realm. We look forward to welcoming you to The Nest. Shalom. Welcome to Origin Gates the daily podcast called Wisdom's Echo. I'm Darla Fields, and we are taking a look at the different Hebrew names that Yahweh goes by. Yahweh is the compound name of a collection of many names that he goes by, and these particular Hebrew names identify the characteristic or attribute that they are talking about. We have looked at the name El Shaddai, which means almighty and all-powerful and so much more. El Elyon, which is the most high God, the one who is above all gods and looks over, overlooks all of them and can see everything. El Olam, which is the God everlasting, the God who was, the God who is, and of course, the God who is to come. There's Yahweh or Yehovah Nisi. The Lord is my banner. Yahweh or Yehovah Rapha. The Lord is my healing. Not only is he our healer, but he is our healing. Yehovah Shama. The Lord is there. In other words, he is here. And when we step across the threshold, he is there. When we go through the gate, he is there. Not only is he here, but he is there. And today we want to take a look at Yahweh Roi. Adonai Roi. If you've ever heard Dr. Yana teach on Psalm 23, she does an excellent job about 
teaching about the Lord is my shepherd. I have no defects. And if you haven't heard that, you need to to definitely hear her teach on that. It is a beautiful, beautiful teaching. So as we get into this today, Adonai Roi, the Lord is my shepherd. There's several verses that we can look at. It's in Psalm 23, of course, which is one that I've already mentioned. But then there's a couple of other verses mentioned in Genesis 48, verse 15, a very specific uh, uh, chapter to the, the tribes, the 12 tribes. Not only that, but this is when Israel or Yaakov is giving his blessing to Joseph and to Joseph's two sons, Ephraim and Manasseh. And he says, then he blessed Joseph and said, the God before whom my fathers, Avraham and Yitzhak walked, the God who has shepherded me, shepherded me throughout my life to this day. And he goes on and he gives this uh, blessing to Joseph because he's so excited and happy to be reunited to Yosef, whom he thought was dead but is now alive, whom he thought was gone but now he has been found. And he's talking that it will be the house of Joseph that truly walks in the blessing of having a shepherd. It is not the house of Judah that is walking with a shepherd, but the house of Joseph. And there's a great teaching on this as well. He also, when he's giving the tribal blessings to his sons in Genesis 49, in verse 24, he gives the blessing to the house of Joseph that yet his bow will, was always filled and his arm quick moving by the hands of the mighty one of Yaakov is a shepherd, the stone of Israel. In other words, the house of Joseph has a shepherd who is leading them and guiding them and sees them through the vision and through the eyes of having no defects. In other words, he, he doesn't look at the blemishes. He doesn't look at the defects or the, the things that perhaps a shepherd would look at with sheep. But he sees no defects. He sees perfectness in you. When we were in Israel on one of our trips uh, recently... We were driving up in the northern Golan area, and if you've ever been up around the northern part of the Galilee, it's a beautiful, beautiful area in the springtime. And if you go up into where the Druzy villages are, uh, you can see that sometimes they're leading their herds of sheep and goats, and oftentimes they're leading them across the roads or out into the pastures. You can also see this in the Judea wilderness whenever you're headed up to the Dead Sea from Jerusalem or down to the, I should say, down to the Dead Sea area. And you can look off into the the hills and see the Bedouin camps and and the young men or women who are shepherding the sheep out on the hills. And... As we were going through this area on one trip, 
the guide that we were with began to mention about the shepherding uh, process. And he said that when these shepherds are leading the sheep, they do not lead them from the front, but they lead them from the rear and they carry a rod or a staff in their hands. And the, the lead shepherd is really one of the mature sheep that is out in the front. And all of the other sheep follow this particular sheep. And this particular sheep knows the voice of the shepherd. And it's not necessarily what he would say to them with his actual voice, but how he would click his rod and would direct the sheep from the back of the the herd by clicking his rod a certain amount of times on the ground or against his hand, or if he would raise his rod, the sheep that was up in the front would see this and be able to give direction according to what the shepherd was doing from the back of the flock. If we could get this picture and understand that this is truly how Yeshua wants to lead us Wow, what a difference it would make in us understanding. Truly, he looks at us as having no defects. So let's look at this name, Roe, a little deeper and kind of understand what it is about. We, un- we know that the Yod is the smallest letter, and yet it is the most powerful which is just like our shepherd. It is also like David. He was young and yet he was able to take on these animals that were trying to get to his sheep. We know that there's also a number 10 that is attached to the Yod. And this represents that the name Yahweh is manifested in plurality by the multiples of 10. In other words, whenever he said that they will reap a hundredfold, 60-fold, 30-fold, these are multiples of what you will reap when you abide within Adonai Roi. We, we see that uh, the next letter, hey consists of um, several letters that make up this letter, which is a foot and a dalit. The dalit, of course, represents the door that your foot goes through. And this is the way that the shepherd leads the sheep. It is a representation of giving and receiving. And if you've ever watched a shepherd with his flock, that sometimes he leaves the 99 to go after the one, which is what he is doing for you today. We know that the hay represents the breath of life. And if you've ever watched a shepherd with the lambs especially, He will do what is called heading with a lamb. He will take and put his forehead against the forehead of the lamb. And not only will they look eye to eye, but they will breathe each other's breath. This is something that is very significant whenever the shepherd or the master is taking a sheep into the temple area and was going to offer it uh, as a sacrifice 
It would have to calm the sheep so that there was no fear whatsoever within the animal. And he would do this by what is called heading with it. He would put his head against the head of the animal, look eyeball to eyeball, and breathe the breath. They would exchange breath while he had his hands stroking the animal. And just in that moment, everything changed for that. We know that the Vav represents that those who are disconnected can be reconnected, that it brings everything that is disconnected back into unity. Anything that is out of alignment, Vav, is instrumental in bringing to alignment. This is an important part of a shepherd with the sheep, that he will leave the 91 and go after the one. He carries the staff and the rod, which represents the Vav. And it is an important teacher to us. And it shows us and teaches us how to connect. The Reish in Roi is the head and the leader. And it's an interesting position because you really see it whenever you are looking at the shepherd. Because remember, in the story of leading the sheep, the shepherd leads from behind. And so you have that you can be great as a leader, not when you are in front, but when you are behind and your sheep are leading because the sheep know the voice of the shepherd. In other words, they've heard so much from you and your care and your love over them has been so great that they can take the lead. And at the click of a stick, or at the raising of your arms from behind, the sheep know what the shepherd is saying. It is the Reish that also reveals the mystery of the crown because the crown is at the top of the head and it holds uh, the, the head holds the crown on. And truly, the one who knows how to lead can stay behind and lead from behind. It reveals the mysteries. It brings forth those things. In other words, a shepherd can lead the sheep from behind to greener pastures, to still waters, because the shepherd knows what the sheep need, and the sheep follow the shepherd by leading. We also see that it is the ein which is the eye to see beyond where you are at. If a shepherd is in front, he cannot see the sheep who are behind him. But if the shepherd is at the back, he sees the whole picture. Not only can he see where his sheep are, what they are eating, if they are limping and have a stick or a rock caught in their foot, but he can also see what is beyond them. If something is coming towards them to get them, to capture them, to devour them, if they are headed in a wrong direction or a right direction, he can determine which way they need to turn and click the stick and the sheep will follow the shepherd by leading. You see, he stays behind so that he can see beyond where they are going and beyond where they are at. The rabbis say, what you put your eye on, 
is what you will see. So if you are wanting to engage with Adonai Roi, take your eyes off of the situations and the circumstances of what you see and begin to just listen to the clicking of the shepherd's staff, to his gentle voice that is leading you. You see, the hay is made up of three lines. It represents the height, the depth, and the width. Truly, how high and how deep and how wide the shepherd's love is for us. It represents realms and dimensions so that you can walk into green pastures and decide to lay down beside the still waters. You can walk in the paths of the righteousness for his namesake. He has prepared a table before you, and he has anointed your head. He has given you the rod and the staff and goodness and mercy. These things a good shepherd give to you today as you engage with Adonai Roi. May you find blessings and love of your shepherd.